Hi, this is Bill Brown of the Houston Astros. This is Sunday Strohs, a podcast brought to you each and every Sunday covering all the week's action and news. If it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Sunday Strohs. It is episode number 13, which is special in two different ways. Uh, If you go back to the episode where we talked about custom jerseys, my custom jersey is number 13. There's also another person that wears number 13 on their jersey, and that is Astros backup catcher Dustin Garneau, who actually joined Stevie earlier in the week to record the Fair or Foul segment. So we have that on this episode. How amazing is that? But the big news today is that today's game was postponed. Someone on the Oakland A's uh, roster had a positive COVID test, so the game has been postponed. But hopefully it doesn't carry over to the Astros dugout So no game this episode and no Stevie, but however, like I said, you will hear him as he recorded the Fair or Foul segment with Astros catcher Dustin Garneau. That's pretty exciting stuff here on Sunday Strohs. So let's go with the game recap. Um, Sunday, last Sunday, the Astros finished off their series with San Diego, and they got swept. But this is another game they could have won. They were up 3-0. to zero. Zach Greinke only allowed three runs, but Paredes came in and gave up two. We lost 3-5. to five. Bright spot, Kyle Tucker had two RBIs. And then we go to the Angels. And this is another bizarre thing about this episode, is the Astros played in two separate doubleheaders. They played doubleheaders against the Angels, and the Oakland A's, so very bizarre week. But the first game against the A's was regular. Uh, they won 11-4 to for Amber Valdez, seven innings, 11 strikeouts. He did give up four runs, but you go seven innings and 11 strikeouts. I will take that any day. Carlos Correa, three RBIs. Tucker and Maldonado both had two. Uh, first game of the doubleheader on Wednesday, we won 6-3. to the Astros scored five runs in the first, and they only won six to three. Second game of the doubleheader, Belak he got B shellacked again. He only he didn't even last an inning. He gave up three runs, and then Biagini, the worst pitcher uh, on the roster, gave up four runs. And then we go to Oakland. Friday's game was postponed because of Jackie Robinson Day and other things going on uh, in the world. Uh, So they played a doubleheader yesterday. Uh, Lance McCullers gave up two runs. Tucker had a home run, a three-run homer, actually, in the first inning. Uh, The Astros won four to two. Grinke got the start in game number two. He also, well, he only gave up three runs, but Tucker had three more RBIs, and this was off a triple. We had a huge Springer-Dinger 
over the train tracks, which was awesome. And we won six to three. So the Astros finished four and two on the week. An amazing week. And today's game was supposed to be started by Framber Valdez. Let's move to the Sunday Strohs poll, which we asked who was the mid-season MVP. It was Maldonado, Correa, Yuli, or Kyle Tucker. The winner of the poll was Kyle Tucker with 66%, and he was also my answer. Kyle Tucker leads the Astros in home runs with 6, RBIs with 29, runs scored 26, slugging percentage 588, triples with 6, and OPS with 921. There's no other person that you could pick to be the uh, mid-season MVP, but you know Stevie. He told me his pick, and he loves the catchers, and he sees it as Martin Maldonado is the mid-season MVP. Maldonado got 17% of the vote, so he did get second. Correa finished third, and Yuli uh, finished fourth. So we got the fair or foul section coming up right now with Dustin Garneau and Stevie, so I hope you enjoy that. It's my absolute privilege and honor to welcome Dustin Garneau as our special guest to answer our fair or fouls for this week's episode. How you doing, Dustin? Doing good, Stephen. Thank you for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, obviously, you hit your first home run last night as an Astro. How did that feel? Uh, that was pretty cool. It felt really good finally to get on the board. Obviously, it was a tough loss. So that, it's kind of bittersweet when that happens, when you hit a home run late in a game like that, but you're, but you're losing as a game. So for me, it was kind of bittersweet, but definitely it's always good to get a homer. Exactly. I can only imagine. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it, was, it was a 7,500th run as well of all-time Astros. So it's another bittersweet, but at least it's a great, a great achievement on that as well. It's quite yeah, it's pretty cool. I saw that after the game. I, I, I didn't really realize it was getting close to that or anything, but uh, that's that's cool to be a little part of history, I guess, too. Yeah, I guess it's like easy for the organization to lose track of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've got our fair of fouls. So I'm going to ask you them. Obviously, if you agree, you say fair. If you disagree, you say foul. It's a popular thing with the, with the listeners of the show. We'd really love it if you've got him. It's five questions, but we'd really like to give those to you if you're up for that. Yeah, fire away. So, fair or foul, universal DH? Fair. I think uh, it'll eliminate some injuries for the pitchers, and I think it's better baseball, more, more exciting baseball for the fan base to see a, a lineup of nine, nine hitters in there. Yeah, I'd have to say fair on that as well, to be honest with you. Fair or foul, robo-umps. I know it's a bit of a hot topic. Some people are saying yeah, the purists saying no. What do you think about robo-umps, fair or foul? Completely foul. I am totally against it. <laughs> <laughs> as a, being a catcher, I'm, I'm sure I'm a little biased too because we get a we get our receiving metrics now, and that's kind of what they base catching off of, which is it's stupid, but it's kind of how the game's gone. I know the. I'm sure fans will say they want the robo umps, but for me, I'm totally foul on that one. <laughs> I would totally agree. I mean, it's like, like I, you know, it's not just from a pure standpoint, but I just completely agree with what you said. I mean, that's the reason I'm against it. Um, I've said foul from the off 
I did a little visit the other year to, to Houston. Someone invited me to a game, I think it was a Skeeters game or something like that, and they were trialling it there, I think. There was something to do with a digital lump or something. And I was kind of like, I'm just not really interested in it, to be honest with you. You know, and that's coming from me. But, yeah, I, I'd have to go far with that as well, to be honest with you. But it's an interesting question. But um, this is kind of relating to recent events, very recent. There are fouls, seven innings, double headers. Oh, I'm going to go fair and foul. Foul being not after the season, fair for this season because of this season is a, an anomaly. And it, it's, it's going to keep guys from getting hurt. As you can see, you see, there's tons of pitchers that have been going down because they weren't really given the, uh, the length of time to get ready for the season. So fair for this year, foul for the rest. Yeah, again, I'd agree with that. It's, it's that simple and it works for now. You see why they've done it. You see how they've adapted it, but yeah, I wouldn't want to see that carry on for for a permanent season on the future. There's yeah. been a lot of there's been so many anomalies under this this season. It's just a, a wacky season as it is with this with the schedule. But yeah, I guess it kind of fits in with that. Like say saving those injuries. So yeah, I'd, I'd say like say fair for now, far in the future, but definitely. Again, it's a bit of a relative, it's slightly older news, but it's still kind of circulating. They're a foul. The Padres Tatis Grand Slam versus the Texas Rangers on a 3 0 count. They're a foul. Man, that's a tough one. I would say <laughs> the old school would say foul, but I think it's fair. It's uh it's really hard to hit in the big leagues, and he did his best to get to the best hitting count in baseball, which is being 3-0. So if somebody throws him a slider there, uh, a fastball there, he takes it, he goes to 3-1, then he throws him two sliders after and strikes out. I mean, I don't see why that has to go against him when he got to the best count in baseball to hit in, and he uh, he hit. Uh, it's the same thing for me. It's I would say purists, again, would say foul, but yeah, I'd I'd say fair. At the end of the day, I was, the other day I was thinking about the quote with the whole uh, Bob Watson, let them kids play. <laughs> there, hey, there's all that too. <laughs> it just in, instantly just hits me in the head where I'm like, well, you know what? Like, let them play, you know, score's a score at the end of the day. It's not, it's not what everyone wants to see, but yeah, I'm going to go for fair as well, Matt, to be honest. Um, now this is... I know you're probably going to be biased on this. You're an Astro. But I think it's the question we all we all want to know as fans. And that's fair or foul, making it into the playoffs without Justin Verlander. Well, definitely foul because he's the best pitcher in baseball, so we want him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're going to have to deal with it because he's, uh, he's hurt. We're not really sure on the timeline of him. We're hoping he's going to be able to come back this year. But... I guess foul in the perspective that we want him back, but we're going to have to uh, figure out how to get there without him. Mm, I think so. I mean, I'm really, I've got to say as a fan of, I'm so impressed with, with these younger arms coming up and they've done a great job. I know we've had a couple of tricky games recently, but I have to hand it to him, don't you? It's just incredible talent that we've got on the mound, you know, considering the young arms and, and up and coming in that sense, you know, it's, it's quite impressive, but, like say he's a key part. He's a key part of the puzzle, isn't he? So I suppose that's why everyone wants to know. Absolutely. Um, and 
this is this isn't a fair or foul, but it's two it's two it's two questions that I always like to ask if I'm lucky enough to get a major leaguer like yourself. So I always have to ask it. What is your favourite ballpark to play at? Or what's been your favourite ballpark to play at? Oh, man. I played for the Angels last year. It's all for me because I, I was living at home. But as far as ballparks, I really like Wrigley and Fenway for the nostalgia. And they pack mm-hmm. it out every night. It's just it's awesome to play there. And then overall ballpark, I think Seattle is Seattle and Denver are really really cool ballparks to play at, just for the the how the stadiums are and how they look and the the views and stuff you get from there. So those those are probably my four that I really like. I just have to always ask you because I've been like I've been lucky enough to, to I mean I'd, I'd like to, to visit some ballparks, not many. It takes me all year to come and visit America. It costs so much, but it's always yeah. it's always the baseball. And I'm quite lucky, but I always love, I love to hear it from a, from a player's perspective because you're the guys out there in the field playing it. So it's, it's just a question I always have to ask. It's kind of like a double-edged sword because it leads on to the second question, which is, it, it may be the same answer, but what's your favourite ballpark to visit? This is just as, as a visiting, not playing, just watching a game. Would it be the same answer or would you have maybe a different perspective on it? It would probably be Fenway and Wrigley. The atmospheres there are, are just unbelievable. It, it could be a Tuesday day game, and they're both going to be packed out. So I think those two are probably the the, the coolest to either be a visiting player in or just to go see a, a game at just because of the, the nostalgia and how the uh, the environment is there. To be honest with you, it's, it's the two ballparks I literally – I really want to visit. I'm not lucky enough to see them. I did – I did make a trip over to Chicago and I went to the White Sox Park. Great time, beautiful. Unfortunately, there was no uh, Cubs game on, so there's not really much I could do about it. Uh, limited time there, but they're, they're, those two parks are on my list. They're so high because I've heard so much good things about them. You know, yeah, so, the White Sox Park's actually it's a nice, it's a really nice ballpark of the White Sox, but it, the environment doesn't compare to, to Wrigley. <laughs> Yeah, I can only take your word for it on that because <laughs> I've, <only, laughs> I've only got the white socks to go off because, I, like I say, I, I went to see a game against uh, the Twins there and it was it was a lovely atmosphere and I loved the kind of the old school neighbour, the neighbourhood around it kind of thing, but I've got nothing to compare it to and I, I, hopefully that will happen one day where I can uh, I can see it for myself what you're speaking of. Definitely. Um, but I just wanted to say thanks for answering those fair fouls and uh, I wish you all the best for the, the rest of the season and uh, getting us on the board, as I'm sure you will. And uh, thank you for being an Astros catcher because that's my favourite position as well. So keep on doing what you do. Thank you very much for having me on and I really appreciate that. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Dustin. Yep. All right, great job on the fair foul, uh, Stevie and Astros catcher. Dustin Garneau. Dustin had a little time constraints, and he fit us in earlier in the week, so Stevie recorded that, and uh, it's very nice of him. It was awesome of him to take the time out. It's too bad all three of us couldn't get together, but it is what it is, but we're just thankful uh, that he was able to do it. So let me give you my takes on this fair foul this week. 
Uh, first, TV blackouts. I say that's a foul. If you're going to purchase the MLB package, you should be able to watch every game, no matter where you're at and no matter what team is playing. That is total foul. Uh, you can't even watch games in Oklahoma. I think it's Oklahoma, Louisiana, and another. Like, I live in San Antonio, and they black it out here. Like, I'm just going to get up and drive three hours to a game whenever I feel like. No, it's stupid. Blackouts are wrong. That needs to change. Universal DH. At first, when they talked about this in the offseason, I was thinking, no, let's keep it separated. I like, you know, the difference in the AL and the NL. But I'm, I'm going to say fair. I think baseball should be the same all the way across. If they don't keep it in the future, I'm okay with that. But I think it's nice. It extends uh, some older players' careers. So I'll say fair. Robo-umps. Some people may disagree with this. But I say no. I know that's a baseball purist answer, which you should say foul on Universal DH and fair to this if you're a purist, but I say foul. I don't, I don't want it. it I, I think it'll be weird. I haven't really watched a, uh, what are they? I, I guess they tried it out in the minor leagues, but I don't know. I mean, it just takes the human element away from it, and that's part that I like. Um being angry at the umpire for making bad calls. I don't know. It's just part of the game. And uh, it may go that way. But if you listen to the fair or foul, Dustin said something that I never thought of. If you're a good catcher uh, and you're good at framing, that takes away one of your skills. And that could take away a reason that somebody would give you a job. So that's another reason to say foul. We go back to Padres with the 3-0 Grand Slam versus the Rangers, which I love it that he did that. But I don't care. I mean, if you're winning 20-0, they load the bases up and throw you one down the middle. It's fair. Knock it out of the park. You you, you know, it's game. I mean, if you don't want to swing on 3-0 pitches, just forfeit. They should, they should install forfeits into the league. Uh, Seven-inning doubleheaders. I say that is fair for this season, but I don't know about going going forward. But I'll tell you this, uh, for the guys and the teams and the pitchers, especially having to play two nine-inning games with the possibility that they could go long, um, I don't know what advantage you would have playing seven innings if it was unfair for more for some teams to play more of these games. Uh, I don't know. I, I say fair. You know, like, that's a lot of baseball to play in one day when you do double headers. And I think this is a good way to get them done quicker. All right, now we move on to the players of the week. And I just talked to Stevie before coming on air. And we both selected Framber Valdez as the pitcher of the week. And he didn't give his reason, but it has to be the same as mine. Seven more innings. And then I think the big reason, even though he gave up four runs, for me, it's those 11 strikeouts. Uh, Grinky pitched two games. He gave up three runs in both of them. But he did give us a chance to win both of those games. So you got to, you know, you got to give Grinky some consideration. But, I mean, 11 strikeouts, that's got to be a record uh, or a, at least a season high for the Astros so far. And Offensive Player of the Week, 
We both went with Kyle Tucker. He went one for four against San Diego on Sunday. He went two for three, 0 for one, two for three, two for three, one for four, three RBI, three home runs, 11 RBIs. What a great week for Kyle Tucker. I think this is at least his second week of being the player of the week. I think Framer Valdez has also been pitcher of the week. Uh, so great week for the Astros, four and two. No game today, so plenty of time uh, for you guys to listen to Sunday Strohs. Uh, do us a favor and subscribe to this podcast if you like it. Also, it would be awesome if, you, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts to go give us a five-star review. That is very helpful. It's more helpful than you realize as it helps people find us when searching for Astros Podcasts. So help us out. Five-star review. you got plenty of time. There's no games today. But we really appreciate you tuning in. Sorry that Stevie wasn't here today, but I hope you enjoyed the, the uh, episode. It was Sunday Strohs, episode number 13. We'll see you next time. If it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. I'm Dustin Garneau of the Houston Astros, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sunday Strohs. 